Hi, and welcome to Being Lutheran, a podcast dedicated to proclaiming the excellencies of Jesus Christ and the biblical theology expressed in the Lutheran Confessions. Today, Pastor Jason Goodham, Pastor Brett Bowen, and myself begin our discussion on the fourth article of the Augsburg Confession, the article of justification. Sit back and enjoy. Welcome to Being Lutheran. I'm Pastor Brett Bow, and joining me today... Pastor Jason Goodham. And Pastor Brian Rickey. Awesome. All right, great to see you guys again. Great to be back at it. Yeah, it's good to be together, even in the midst of we've got some uh, some pretty weighty and heavy stuff mm-hmm. going on in Minneapolis right now. Yeah. Um, seems to happen every couple of years here, which is really, really yeah. unfortunate. Right. But, uh, you know, I want to thank people who have reached out to me. My church is about two miles away from mm-hmm. the riding that's going on right now. We're not in any danger. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. There's Good. several yeah. neighborhoods between us. But yeah, it's you know heavy heart for this type of thing because we don't want to see someone unjustly murdered. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we also don't want to see rioting and violence in response yeah. to that. Right. And it's, it, it's two things to be mourning, but you know, real world invades our lives every day. And um, this is a time for the church uh, to preach the gospel, and it's a time for the church to emphasize love of neighbor and our vocation. This is mm-hmm. all theology is relevant. And yeah, pray, right. And just That's really right. pray yep. mm-hmm. um, that God's grace. Prayer just, for healing, yeah. prayer for compassion, mm-hmm. prayer for understanding. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Good. But today we talk yes, about yes. well, it's kind of a minor <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> theological truth and doesn't carry a lot of weight yeah. or anything. And it's not like anyone said it was like, you know, the queen yeah, of right. all theological yeah. you know it's, topics or anything. It's not like so. Martin Luther called this the article that the church stands or falls on. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, why is it number four though? It, well, because if you remember, God comes first, man. Yeah. Come on, yeah, right. If you yeah. remember what we talked about, the the there's a flow to them. There's and, a flow mm-hmm. to it. There's a logical progression. It's it's like it, Michael Jordan getting picked third in the draft. <laughs> Thanks, last dance. Look at that. I knew you were going to wow. get that in. Yeah, but, it's, but the, the people who treat confessions of faith, no matter what denomination or tradition they're from, as an unrelated listing of encyclopedic yeah. theological topics, yep. those are the people who are going to miss out on the value of the theology. And mm-hmm. so there's there's almost this narrative, mm-hmm. uh, this meta-narrative to be really Ooh. obnoxious yeah. um, about the theology of the Augsburg Confession. We have to start at uh, the Trinity. Mm-hmm. And then we have to talk about a Amen. Sin. Yeah, for Brian. Yeah. And then we have to talk about the two natures of Christ before we get to and justification. That's, that's the Trinity too, as we think yep. about that. And it's funny, I you know, again, yeah. I, I've said this before, but the the study of the Trinity has clarified so many theological things for me. Mm-hmm. It's just extraordinary. Mm-hmm. And it's I I would love to sit down when I actually have free time and What's that? Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's a it's 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 a unicorn. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm hoping to have but, all these books in heaven. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me, the good ones anyway. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, seriously, uh, to sit down with a couple other good Lutheran theologians, get us in a room, and and, and just envision if the church, if the Reformation was going on right now, mm-hmm. 
what would be the order we would write the Augsburg Confession hmm. in or the formula in? It's interesting. Yeah. And because you have to recognize that, you know, the, the Book of Concord didn't call, fall from heaven like golden tablets in the Mormon tradition. Yeah, for, Ooh, cringe. Know, it, the Book of Concord is a piece of history 50 mm-hmm. years in the making from, you know, essentially mm-hmm. 1530 to 1580. So it's a product of its times. It's a product of the struggles they were having. We've yep. already mentioned several times on the podcast that there are topics we're fighting with today that weren't issues in the Book of Concord. So people think the Book of Concord is inadequate because it's not covering those topics, but yeah, that's yeah. not the point. You know, I would have to think think that the church today would start with the inerrancy of scripture. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder what that would do to the logical flow of the rest of the hmm. confession. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I agree with the the way it is, I, which is interesting okay. because, um, and maybe that's the case that you're making here, but I, I ordered our confirmation curriculum. I, I used various excerpts from various theological books, some put, put up by Concordia, Believe, Teach, and Confess, and all of that. And I ordered it, in it, unbeknownst to me, to the almost exact same way yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> as the Augsburg Confession. And I was just like, oh, that is so, you know, it just makes sense. You have to start with God. Mm-hmm. You have to, you know, and I just so appreciate the thoughtfulness that went mm-hmm. into these confessions, man. Yeah, yeah there, there's an intuitive and an insightful order to the Augsburg Confession that yeah. I think Lutherans need to do a better job of just sitting back, taking stock and appreciating. We, we, mm-hmm. we never Good. want to say they're authoritative and they're not, but I do believe that God was definitely in it. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, just man, I'm so thankful for him. It's yep. the norm right that on. is normed. Yep, yeah. I like that phrase. Ooh, nice, yeah. very good. Where everybody knows your name. Oh, knew man. someone was going yeah, there. I thought right. it was yeah, <laughs> we're old. Like, it's what a are little they bit before about? my time. Yeah, just true. a tad. Well, hey, yeah, we were just talking right. about one-hit wonders from yes. the 70s and 80s yeah. a little bit ago. So <laughs> all the random pop culture yes. you would ever need. Right. But if you haven't figured it out, we are yes. talking about justification. Yes. Yeah. We're in Article 4 of the Augsburg Confession and Apology. apology. See, I'm ready for yeah, it. Yeah, you're ready. ready for it this time. Yeah. Good. Uh, this is, as Luther said, the article, the church stands or falls mm-hmm. on. Uh, when justification goes, mm-hmm. the rest, it's, it's the pebble that starts the avalanche, yeah, you know. Right. It, it, it's the linchpin and everything. Or the... Uh, What's the thing on a helicopter? There's one screw that holds the rotary blades mm-hmm. on it. They call yeah. it the Jesus bolt. <laughs> um, it's, it's, this is, if you, yeah. if you lose any part of justification, the rest of the system crumbles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Right. So I'll, I'll read that for us from bookofconcord.org. Article four of justification says, also they teach that men cannot be justified before God by their own strength, merits, or works but are freely justified for Christ's sake through faith when they believe that they are received into favor and that their sins are forgiven for Christ's sake, who by his death has made satisfaction for our sins. This faith God imputes for righteousness in his sight. Romans 3 and 4. Oh, so good. Yeah. And and I love here that the you know, Melanchthon cites, we don't get proof text like Bible verses here or there, which is fine. It's like just Romans three and four. You get two whole chapters to mm-hmm. talk about mm-hmm. and appreciate justification. I, I just love that reference. Mm-hmm. And the key word there, because of the conflict with the now Catholic mm-hmm. church is the word imputes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So many big theological concepts wrapped into this. Yeah. The, right. The idea yeah. of imputation. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, 
grammar nerds uh, <laughs> who also are inclined to theology, you get a, get a chance to double geek out on the article of justification right. because yep. uh, just the syntax of how we define the word matters. Mm-hmm. So how do we define the word? To declare righteous okay. is the best working definition of justification. Right. It's It's a word that goes into the courtroom with yep. the judge and in, jury and yeah oftentimes modern uh theologians will talk about forensic justification mm-hmm. forensic so it's it's Ooh, legal forensic science yeah, yeah. it's no it's yeah. it's not exactly csi <laughs> i know yeah <laughs> right right uh but but we're we're talking about it's a legally binding mm-hmm. declaration and it understanding the the declarative nature of it is one of the first layers of that foundation we need to, mm-hmm. to lay for it because it helps you immediately understand self-justification, which is the mm. opposite of justification. Mm. When we self-justify, mm. when we justify ourselves, we are declaring us to be righteous. But justification is God's declaration. It's a legally binding declaration. So you think of uh, the progression from Ro- oh, not Romans, 1 John 1, 8, mm-hmm. 9, and 10. First uh, John 1 8 says, if we say we have not sinned, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. First uh, John 1 9 says, if we confess our sins, God himself is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And First mm-hmm. John 1 10 says, if we say we have not sinned, we have make God to be a liar mm-hmm. and the truth is not in us. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are constantly in our sinful natures justifying ourselves. We are declaring ourselves to be sin-free. We are declaring ourselves mm-hmm. to be righteous. But from a theological standpoint, it's not our opinion that matters. Mm-hmm. It is God's opinion as judge mm-hmm. that makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. Amen. So Preach you, it, brother. Yeah, so right. You, you, you start with that layer. <laughs> mm-hmm. The second layer of justification is that it's a double declaration. Mm-hmm. And this is where Lutherans have historically gone off the rails occasionally. And, and mm-hmm. we, we've talked occasionally on the podcast in the past, especially when we are in the catechism, about gospel reductionism. Sure. Um, this is where gospel reductionism will rear its ugly head if we don't get the, def- the definition right. Mm-hmm. Justification is, yes, to declare not guilty. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have that. Right. But the other side of that declaration is that you are also simultaneously right. declared to be righteous. Mm-hmm. That's where the imputation comes into play. Right. Yep. 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 And so on the one hand, your sins are not credited to your account. That's imputation. Mm-hmm. Yep. On the other hand, you are credited by God as if you have obeyed the entire law perfectly. <laughs> that's so amazing. And that's I love the that. clothed in Christ's righteousness yeah. aspect of Galatians 3 right. that we hear about. Those yeah. who have been baptized into Christ yep. have been clothed or right. have put on Christ. And There's and, so much gospel goodness to unpack in yeah. all of those statements. It's <laughs> funny. Yeah. I, I heard someone differentiate, differentiate and I, you know, I think there's a... a, a a good aspect of this, but I mean, we'll never know because this is such an incredible mystery that's beyond our noodle to even understand, mm-hmm. but the positional sanctification aspect and how it's so intertwined, mm-hmm. um, and which is the clothed in Christ's righteousness mm-hmm. and, and, uh, Romans five, one and two kind of talk about that since we've been justified by faith, we have peace with God, but we have also by his grace remain mm-hmm. in this grace in which we stand. So it's funny because, um, the Old Testament, of course, in the Day of Atonement, had payment for sin and removal. So, how do you get removal while we're still sinful? Well, we get clothed in Christ's righteousness so that the mm-hmm. Father only sees the perfect life of Jesus Christ. And mm-hmm. so, there's this beautiful picture of payment and removal 
in an already and not yet standpoint. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's, I'll paraphrase the quote, but it, it, it's two or three times, I think it shows up in the book of Concord, a quote from Augustine, justification is not that our sins are removed, it's that they're not credited against us. Again, mm-hmm. it's, so uh, you, look, you start to look yeah, at the faulty helpful. definitions of justification. The Roman Catholic definition is not to declare righteous, it's to make righteous. Yep. And so then you wrestle with the presence of any sin automatically mm-hmm. puts your salvation in doubt, right. your, yep. your yeah. eternity in doubt. And that's, that's so helpful because we, we know our sin, we see our sin, we continue to sin yep. despite our desire not to as new, new creatures in Christ. And, and, and they would say that there's more of an infusion yep. of justification versus imputation. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. In, the problem with critiquing the Roman Catholic uh, view on justification is that the opinions of justification in the Roman Catholic system are legion. Mm-hmm. You can you can literally find someone saying anything about any angle of justification all of the time, which is the problem that the reformers were saying is we need to go back to scripture because you can find a dead theologian to agree with you at any point, right? And uh, so they would say, okay, so how are we justified? You have this concept of infused grace instead mm-hmm. of imputed grace. So that it either begins the process and we complete it, or we begin the process and the grace completes it, mm-hmm. or we work in tandem side by side. And so that first declar- or that first definition of justification we reject is that we're made righteous and that we have a part in that. And so any definition of justification that includes us or our activity, or our strength, or our merit, mm-hmm. is to be thrown out the window. We have no contribution to our justification. Dead mm-hmm. in our trespasses. Yeah, yes. right. Yeah. And dead means dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. No, I've, I've I heard from that. a pastor one time. <laughs> <laughs> so I do, I, I ask them a lot, my congregation, yeah. you know, what can a dead person do to save yeah, themselves? Right. And that's the picture. But right. um, that's, I know that we do believe in prevenient grace, but we would call prevenient grace more about the sovereignty of God. But other denominations would, would agree with what you just said, where that infusion, we kind of bring something to the table. We meet God halfway. Mm-hmm. And I just, that doesn't, that doesn't square with scripture. And again, I'm not trying to pick a fight. I just want to represent what God has done with the gracious sacrifice of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, uh, in the way that the scriptures really, truly reveal. And if if you end up with a definition, even like if it's not meeting God halfway, which is kind mm-hmm. of the thing. One percent. Or like one half yeah, of one percent and ninety nine and a half percent gods, mm-hmm. for you and for your sinful nature, the entirety of your justification will be wrapped up in that one half of one percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where you're going to be looking for mm-hmm. your assurance. That's where you're going to de- derive your security. Yeah. That's going to be the source of all your doubt. If we insert ourselves into the equation, assurance of salvation gets absolutely and Mm. entirely obliterated or we turn into self-righteous Pharisees and then we go Mm -hmm. back to self-justification. Well, Mm -hmm. and it's so interesting. If you think about the garden of Eden, you know, we need to take God at his word. Surely you will die. Right. And the death of course, is that spiritual death that all of us are born into was the aspect of original sin, which we've already covered, but that's just really the reality. And um, I think in many ways, as we see from a horizontal perspective, Really good people, mm-hmm. you know, like from from my neighbor type of yeah, standpoint. Nice people. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and you're like, oh yeah, you know, they in our minds we probably or in our hearts we probably feel well they deserve you know these things, but from a vertical perspective, everyone honestly deserves eternal punishment because of this sinful nature that all of us participate in. But yet, God in His grace and mercy 
through totally entirely a work of his own, mm-hmm. raised a spiritually dead people to new creations in Christ Jesus. And I think that if you aren't willing to acknowledge that, you always believe you have something to bring to the table mm-hmm. when it comes to growth mm-hmm. in Christ, and you miss um, a beautiful opportunity to grow in your dependency upon God. Well, and that's where the we'll, we'll shift our focus to the other Protestant de- denominations on our side of the Reformation. Mm-hmm. The other corruption of the definition of justification yeah. is this kind of this confirmation definition that yeah. we probably all heard. And, and it probably comes I think from, I've even used it. Yeah. Don't yeah. sloganize theology mm-hmm. or, you know, Twitter theology is going to break down no matter what eventually, but it's, I get the concept of just as if I never sinned. Mm. It I, sounds I get, like the word I, justification. It sounds like justification. It's, it's neat. It's tidy. It's, it's, you know, it's got that staccato mm-hmm. rhythm to it. But the problem is it's only half of justification. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, okay, sure, our sins aren't counted against us. But mm-hmm. even with that, what it, so it's not necessarily bad. It's, it's incomplete. It's not less than that. It's more than that. It's, it's only a yeah. part of the story. It's, right. it's incomplete when it's used for its best. When it becomes bad is so many people I grew up with mm-hmm. kind of in, you know, that that environment that I've talked about that almost killed me in the past, that, mm-hmm. that sort of empty pietism, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it ends up becoming just as if I never sin ends up becoming a second chance to get it right. Hmm. And, mm, that's, and that's dangerous, and, yeah. and that's dangerous, and it, it gets us back to now. We'll start to see the building of the Augsburg Confession. It gets us back to Article Two, an original sin, and the uh, the the false notion. Bless you, the false notion <laughs> that uh, we are apart from everything else in a neutral position before God, but we're yeah. starting from a position of damnation. Yeah, no, exactly, mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's actually a theologian that came to my mind that actually says that yeah. in and, his, their systematic theology book. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and we're it's that's not what just as if I never mm-hmm. sinned. Now, justification in it, if we take the best parts of just as if I ever sinned, our sin has been removed. It's counted as Christ. The greatest news of justification is that our sin has been dealt with. Yes, it hasn't right. been swept under the rug. It's no. not being ignored. Yep. It's been dealt with. But more than that, it's not we're in a neutral place. Now go get stuff right. No. It's that your sanctification is occurring from a position where you are already obedient to the law. Mm-hmm. You have already yeah. obeyed the law. And so sanctification, because you brought that into the conversation, Brian. Positional sanctification. Position, yeah. and, or what I call cyclical sanctification with that. It's not... A, a matter of getting better at not sinning. Oh yeah, no it, that aspect of it. Yeah, I'm sorry, it, I was no, it's, yeah, no. But it, sanctification isn't a matter of okay, we've been justified. Now go out and get it right. It's a matter of you are justified. Mm-hmm. You live your life in obedience to God, and when you don't live your life in obedience to God, you repent and you receive the gospel. Yeah, mm-hmm. just for clarity for yeah. the listener. So when I said positional sanctification, I almost think of sanctification because the Bible talks about it and I don't want to say three stages. I don't want to say that, but three aspects of it. Mm -hmm. And so when we are justified, because we're clothed in Christ Jesus, we are positionally sanctified. You are sanctified, you are justified, as it says in Corinthians. Uh, And then the cyclical sanctification, absolutely, that's what believers in Christ Jesus are in to the day that we die. Uh, We're growing in Christ Jesus. We're being transformed from one degree of glory to another. But then there's that that wonderful brought to fruition, the, the removal of sin that 
is kind of a not yet reality for believers now, where we're clothed in Christ's righteousness, growing in Christ Jesus, becoming what we already are Mm -hmm. in Christ Jesus. But one day when Christ comes again Mm -hmm. with the new glorified bodies, that perfected sanctification will happen. Mm -hmm. So just for the, for clarity, for the listener's sake, I just wanted to make that clear. So there wasn't any confusion. No, so it's, mm-hmm. it's, and, and this is one of the great tensions of Lutheran theology yeah, we have right. to emphasize. Staying in the tension. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. When you're justified from God's position and from that declaration, you're as holy as you're ever going to be. Because we're clothed <laughs> in Christ's because, righteousness. Because the, the, the justification is complete. Yeah. It, but because of this already but not yet, we still live our lives in this temporary plane mm-hmm. carrying our sinful natures with us. And so that's where the transformational aspect comes into play, where we are being made more into the image of Christ day by day. We're being made more holy. Mm-hmm. But again, that is just as much, if not more, a matter of living under the gospel, mm-hmm. receiving that continual forgiveness of sins, making a daily habit of repentance mm-hmm. than it is, well, I didn't sin today in the way I did yesterday. Now, don't get me wrong, resistance of te- temptation and development and cultivating of virtue are a part of the Christian life. Mm-hmm. We should, But it's dangerous to measure it. It's dangerous yeah, to measure yeah. it. And again, what we end up doing in our sinful natures is we invert that order, we put our sanctification above our justification, Mm -hmm. and we start to measure our standing before God based on our performance. Exactly. And that Mm -hmm. is so dangerous because God is not going to love you any less depending on whether you did your devotions or not. And you're not going to be any less justified, (laughs) you know, than you already are in Christ Jesus because you didn't do what you thought you should have done. Mm -hmm. You know, we are justified. We're saying it's done. It's completely and totally and entirely finished and that's why that freedom is so important Mm -hmm. that when the sun sets you free you are free indeed it just really resonates that in that freedom then you can actually in grace make these mistakes Mm -hmm. but then get brushed back up again remind ourselves return to the foot of the cross and that cyclical aspect of salvation and can continue to allow god to prune us and mold us into the people he's called us to be I just want you guys both to know that I'm using an incredible amount of willpower right now to not describe sanctification with a Chumbawamba song. Oh, no. Just so you know. I had it going through my head, too. Because we mentioned it before we yeah, started. Yeah, right. I'm just, so, that willpower right I now is that I, I the, just demonstrating I I'm the object lesson. right now. Yeah. Right. Oh, Lord. Yeah, well, you got a Bible verse for us instead of a Chumbawamba say, song? I do. I was... <laughs> Yeah, because my iPad got knocked down, but I picked it up again. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. We were so close. We were so close. <laughs> Romans chapter 3, beginning in verse 21. But now the righteousness of God has been manifest apart from the law, although the law and the prophets bear witness to it. The righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. For there is no distinction. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please look us up on the web at beinglutheran.com. Also invite a friend to check us out on Spotify and iTunes. Please join us next week as Pastor Jason, Pastor Brett, and myself continue our discussion on justification, the fourth article of the Augsburg Confession. God bless you and have a great week.